Have you ever wondered what makes people capable of creating changes that impact their lives and the world around them? What is their way of thinking, their mentality, their patterns, their perceptions of the world, their reactions to different life events? What influences them? My name is Cristina Puyol, and I invite you to join me in this adventure where we will explore together the mind of change makers. Have you been listening to previous episodes? When you start listening to them one after the other, you will notice some common traits among these wonderful guests. One of them is how many of them talk about luck, how lucky they were to work with this or that person, how lucky they were to have been born in the family they had, how lucky they were to have encountered the right teachers along their life, how lucky they feel when their own hard times happened and to have gone through the hardship they've gone through. The word luck in different forms appears over and over luck, fortunate, grateful, struck the lottery, won the lottery. And from outside, in some situations, it may seem as though they are luckier. They were dealt a better hand, had better opportunities, were born in a better place, had a better brain, <laughs> physique, better family, more intelligence, more support, better economy, which for some, it's a good excuse as to why these guests have accomplished some things and they haven't. Why these guests are luckier and they are unlucky. But what is luck? In the dictionary, it's defined as success or failure apparently brought by chance rather than through one's own actions, which translates to we have no control over, over it at all. You hit the lottery or you don't. You get that good boss or you don't. You found that good partner or you don't. And you did nothing to get that or very little. You have no option of creating that, the work in proportion to the reward is minuscule. So hence the lucky charms and superstition comes in. Superstition comes from a time when people thought that luck was a strange force that could only be controlled by magical rituals and bizarre behaviors. Lucky charms, amulets, talismans have been found in virtually all civilizations through history, including ours. The number 13 is seen as an unlucky because there were 13 people in Jesus Christ's Last Supper. So today, as a result of that superstition, most airlines keep row 13 in their airplanes. Did you know that? And as some of you may have experienced, one moment of bad fortune can last a li lifetime. And moments of good fortune can provide a huge leap towards one's goals and save an enormous amount of hard work. Luck has the power to transform the impossible into possible, to make the difference between happiness and depression, wealth and poverty, one career path and another completely different, even between life and death. Do you feel lucky or do you feel unlucky? Is one area of your life struck with a lack of luck? I surely don't pretend to explain here why all things happen and how to turn all your luck around, no. Just give you a different perspective. There is really a lot of scientists studying these and trying to find an explanation. And most of those studies reveal that much of our good and bad luck is the result of our own thoughts and behaviors, which means that we have the potential to change it. And since this is a Change Maker's Mind podcast, I thought we should take a look at the research and find some tools. Professor Richard Wiseman research revealed that lucky people generate their own good fortune via four basic principles. 
their skill at creating and noticing chance opportunities, create self-fulfilling prophecies via positive expectations, make lucky decisions by listening to their intuition, and adopt a resilient attitude that transforms bad luck into good. I divide it into three levels. Awareness of luck, creation of luck, and connection with luck. First level is awareness of luck. And as some studies have shown, lucky people realize that an opportunity was presented to them. That's awareness. Where you put your focus, there goes your energy. So if my focus is put simply into what I lack, into my scarcity, my bad luck, I won't see maybe the good things, the good luck I have in other areas. At the same time, you want to have your opportunity rather on. Navy SEALs trained like that. Focus, but always keep surrounding awareness and avoidance of bad situations before they happen. If you take a walk looking only at the sky while walking at the beach, you trip, fall and sprain your ankle. Is it bad luck or lack of awareness? Professor Wisemind did a simple experiment to discover whether this was due to differences in the ability of people to spot such opportunities. So he gathered two groups of people, a group of unlucky or people that felt unlucky and a group of people that felt lucky. And they gave all of them the same newspaper and asked them to look through it and tell him how many photographs were inside. On average, the unlucky people or the people that felt unlucky took about two minutes to count the photographs. Fast, but the lucky people took just seconds. Why? Because the second page of the newspaper contained the message, stop counting. There are 43 photographs in this newspaper. This message took half of the page and was written in big type letters. It was staring everyone straight in the face, but the unlucky people tended to miss it and the lucky people tended to spot it. So you may say, yes, yes, yes. But they were asked to do a task and they focus on that task. Now, according to personality tests, unlucky people are generally much more tense and anxious than lucky people. And research has shown that anxiety disrupts people's ability to notice the unexpected. Unlucky people miss chance opportunities because they are too focused on looking for something or just one thing specifically, and they're blind to everything else. They go to parties and intend to find their perfect partner, and so they miss opportunities to make good friends. They look through newspapers determined to find that specific job, and as a result, they miss other job opportunities. Lucky people are more relaxed and open and therefore see what is there rather than just what they're looking for. Think of Manolo Mairena's story. If you haven't heard, it's in episode 13. Yes, the cursed number. It's in Spanish, but I will bring him back for an English episode in the future because he's amazing. He heard about a person who was very good at drumming and heard that he was working at a radio station and saw the opportunity to ask him to be his teacher and that opportunity changed completely his life. Federica in episode number 14 saw the opportunity of working 
with one of his client's companies as they were located in Milan, where she was from, and that eventually started a whole career in her beloved home city. Christina, in episode one and two, was unhappy at one of her job positions and saw an opening for one that she had never considered and seized that moment. Level two is creation of luck. The second thing all the lucky people have in common is they seize the opportunities and take action. Create self-fulfilling prophecies via positive expectations. Alfredo, for example, in episode 15, shared that once he figured out that he was shoveling a bigger bad fortune hole for himself, he decided to stop digging and started contacting all clients to let them know about his availability. And synchronicities started happening. We will talk about that later. Manolo decided to go to the radio station to contact this musician that he wanted to have as a teacher, even though that could jeopardize his job as he could get late to the job. So creation of luck may require action and may also come with a price. In those actions, sometimes very dear things are left behind. As you will see in Elisa's case, a future guest of this podcast, I can tell you her full story, but she left behind dear friends and her own country following opportunities that she recognized in her path. Another thing that also helps in the creation of luck is to introduce variety and change into our lives. New or even random experiences introduce the potential for new opportunities. Have you heard the quote attributed to Albert Einstein? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Well, you can apply that to luck also. It is easier to exhaust the opportunities in your life if you keep talking to the same people in the same way, keep taking the same route to and from work, keep going to the same places on vacation, doing the same thing. And you can increase your luck if you try new things, talk to new people and go to new places. It is not a guarantee, but the odds surely increase. The level three is the connection with luck. Make lucky decisions by listening to your intuition and connecting with your essence. Boosting your connection with your intuitive abilities by meditating, reflecting on your hunches and the synchronicities that happen around you will give you more tools to increase your luck. Jose Silva and Joe Dispenza are two that have meditations that really work on increasing your intuition. Listen to your lucky guts. <laughs> And when you're connected to your true essence, God, the universe, will put more lucky opportunities in front of you. Another important thing is that lucky people use several psychological techniques. One of them is called counterfactual thinking. It is a concept in psychology that involves the human tendency to create possible alternatives to life events that have already occurred, something that is contrary to what actually happened. That means that lucky people spontaneously imagine how things could have been worse in the case of bad luck, and they see the positive side of that bad luck. They are convinced that any ill fortune in their life will in the long run work out for the best. They do not dwell on the bad fortune. They take control of the situation and construct steps to prevent more bad luck in the future. Now, I believe good fortune is also tied with gratitude and service. See, when lucky people turn bad luck into good 
and expect good fortune, this cannot come without being grateful about what you have. Now, this is not about giving a positive explanation to every bad thing or saying I'm lucky 1,000 times or I'm grateful a million times. See, the meaning we give to things give us feelings, which puts us in a vibration that can tune easier to luck or not, to what we desire or not, to a better situation or not. So what are things that we can do to increase our own good luck? First is to be a magnet for opportunities. If you know people who seem that they attract more opportunities than others, watch closely. Usually it's because they're more open to new opportunities and they share their desires with people around them. So as word moves throughout their network of colleagues, friends, and relatives, they will most likely be presented with bigger number of opportunities. They also expect their good fortune to continue in the future. They attempt to achieve their goals even if their chances of success seem very slim and persevere in the face of failure. They understand that determination, persistence, and patience are key to achieving goals and they never give up. They expect their interactions with others to be lucky and successful. Expect good fortune to attract it. The second thing is to open your mind. If you're too close-minded, too rigid, too single-path person in your life or in business and you focus only one very specific type of opportunity or outcome, you will miss countless other opportunities passing by you. The best sources of luck usually come in unexpected moments and from unexpected places. Don't close paths that you haven't even seen. Think of the newspaper example that we explained before um, on the research of Professor Wiseman or how the Navy SEALs train. They focus on one thing but never miss the big picture. The third thing is be flexible. Luck does not care about your plans. It has its own plans. So when an opportunity presents itself, be flexible enough and agile to throw away your plans and follow the new plans brought to you by some new opportunity. Listen to Federica's story in episode 15 about changing a whole line of business in two weeks during COVID times. Adopt a relaxed attitude to life so you can see other opportunities. Be open to new experiences in your life. Have you heard the story of the drowning man? A fellow was stuck on his rooftop in a flood. He was praying to God for help. Soon, a man in a rowboat came by and the fellow shouted to the man on the roof, Jump in, I can save you. The stranded fellow shouted back, No, it's okay, I'm praying to God and he's going to save me. So the rowboat went on. Then a motorboat came by. The fellow in the motorboat shouted, Jump in, I can save you. To this, the stranded man said, no thanks, I'm praying to God and he's going to save me. I have faith. So the motorboat went on. Then a helicopter came by and the pilot shouted down, Grab this rope and I will lift you to safety. To this, the stranded man again replied, No thanks, I'm praying to God and he's going to save me. I have faith. So the helicopter reluctantly flew away. Soon the water rose above the rooftop and the man drowned. He went to heaven. He was a good man. He finally got his chance to discuss this whole situation with God, at which point he exclaimed, I have faith in you, but you didn't save me. You let me down. I don't understand why. To this God replied, let me see. I send you a rowboat and a motorboat 
and a helicopter. What more did you expect? So, be flexible. The fourth is to be outgoing. This ties with being a magnet. It is easier to function as a magnet when others know you're wanting to attract something specific. The more outgoing you are, the more opportunities and luck you will have. If you are an introvert, picture it as you were helping a friend increase his or her opportunities. Building and maintaining a strong network of luck is very helpful. Gonzalo Grau in episode 7 shared how his close family and what he calls his extended family, his friends, is what he values the most and has brought him many new projects and opportunities. The fifth thing is train your lucky gut. Listen to your gut feelings and hunches. Actively boost your intuitive abilities by, for example, meditating, clearing your mind of other thoughts, reflecting on your hunches, focusing, learning to douse. Take notes of those situations so you can become more aware of them and thus create more of them. The sixth point is to practice counterfactual thinking to soften the emotional impact of the bad fortune. Manolo shared that he was lucky that he was the one that got cancer. He went through a bad cancer because he felt he could deal with that much better than if his wife or his children were the ones suffering this terrible illness. He felt lucky. Lucky people tend to imagine spontaneously how the bad luck they encounter could have been worse. And in doing so, they feel much better about themselves and their lives. This in turn helps them keep their expectations about the future high and increases the likelihood of them continuing to live a lucky life. I use this counterfactual thinking to overcome the anger and pain of the loss of a second sibling. I didn't know that was the name, but we were four siblings and I've already lost a sister. And a few years ago, I lost my older brother and I was angry and I was in pain for a long time. And being grateful about having this brother just did not click on me. I will think, yes, yes, I'm grateful, but I was still angry. I was still mad. I was still in pain. Until one day, and that took me about a year, so <laughs> there was a process. But one day I sat down and, and I did this counterfactual thinking. I sat down and thought, well, how would it have been if we only had been two all my life? And that just was a big encounter for me with being grateful for having two more siblings for the time that they were with me. And I was grateful for all the opportunities that I had with them, for the time we spent together, the time that I had them by me. And then I could really let the anger and the pain was softened by a big proportion. I didn't know that was the name of this thinking but I can tell you that it was very, very useful and it allowed me to process um, this death a lot easier and move on in my life. So we have spoken about luck, what it is and how it's scientifically proven that you can change it. What is one thing that you can take away from this episode? What can you start implementing today? I would love to hear from you. So you can always reach me at the email info at tuitumente.com or on social media. Thank you for listening to this podcast, to this episode. Big, big hug and kisses to you, Change Maker.